ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Welcome to everyone tuning in for Poetry in Lotion. Unfortunately, our hometown Dominicas had a tough double overtime loss tonight. But you are in luck because you are just in time for the Midnight Voyage. I'm your host, Sexy Shard. And we're going to jump right into the mix. We have got an absolute steamy, sultry jam coming up for you right now. So here he is, Unsure. Sitting there contradicting everything I thought I knew. Falling asleep again with my pencil in my hand. I'm asleep too, dreaming with my eyes wide open. Dreaming of her with red ribbons in her hair She dances in my mind Even though she's nowhere around Yeah She's nowhere to be found She wakes up Goes back to sleep I like being comfortable I like not belonging in Pretty sure I like you I'm pretty sure I like you Can't you hear me? Can't you see me? Screw your boyfriend One of these days you'll see me One of these days you'll touch me One of these days you'll kiss me Who can I turn to? You give me something I can hold on to You got the bluest eyes that I've ever seen Wilted flowers that you'll never find won't change the score I like being comfortable I like not belonging in I'm pretty sure I like you I'm pretty sure I like you I like being comfortable I like not belonging in I'm pretty sure I like you Oh 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 I'm pretty sure I like you And she said I'm pretty sure I like you too I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I like you Yeah. Don't hurt, cause it's jealousy, baby 
I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I am horny as hell. <laughs> me too. That put me in the mood, man. Ooh, goodness gracious. Getting hot um, and bothered. I will say I think anything I write could be put into a sloppy narrative of Trapped in the Closet. Just a stream of consciousness. But I would like to say one thing for the record, and I know what you're thinking. This was not translated into Romanian and then back to original English. Ah, 100% English from top to bottom. I like being comfortable. I like my hand being to God, Joe. I woke up the next day from my bed. The first thing that went through my head was, <laughs> I like being comfortable. And I, I, I kid you not, this is not a bit for this podcast. My, I swear to you, when I got to work, I listened to all 33 chapters of Trapped in the Closet <laughs> uninterrupted. And the rest of the day, I, everything I thought, every phrase I thought in my head was put into the meter of Trapped in the Closet. So if, for, if nothing else, this poem is infectious. <laughs> it is oh, certainly definitely, that. definitely. That, this is definitely the, um, you know, uh, something that you and I are going to shout at each other for decades to come. This and, uh, and she liked me and she left yeah. me. Then Those that, are t- yeah. two key things. Like if we ever make t-shirts... I think those are our two catchphrases. And it's just like a book with hands behind its not head. <laughs> like in a hammock or something like that? Like, like uh, that Life is Good character? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Back. I like being comfortable. I like being comfortable. And again, again, Hankins, you have, I just feel like whenever you sing, it's like a tiny little cherub just drooling sugar into our ears. Oh, no, this was Whew. an outstanding performance of a, I'm going to say a mediocre work. Before we dig in, just mediocre. Just mediocre. Judge Creel. Yeah, coming out strong. Coming out hot. Well, I have a question at the top. This poem does not appear to have a title, at least that I can see on this screen. It's just unsure. It is entitled Unsure. And Creel, I'm glad you brought that up because that is where I definitely want to start the analysis. Okay. And this this is on... Go ahead, John. Sorry, and this is on stories.com. So this was a potential submission to, like, a publication. It was submitted. Okay. This is a print from the stories.com account of Punk Rock, the uh, nom de plure of Sean Majors. So back um, in 2001, Sean, like, submitted this in the this hopes of been, being published. I can tell you I wrote this in 10th grade. So this would have been 98, 99. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. And it says that the title is unsure, and then Sean has given us a little blurb, a little, a little introspection into the author's mind, where he writes underneath it, wrote this in school, and can't decide if it's a song or poem. Not my favorite. Well, young <laughs> Sean Majors, I'm here to answer, answer a couple questions for you. It is definitely a song. <laughs> yes, 100% a song. Oh, and it you. is currently my favorite song. Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely favorited by like everyone in the, on the podcast. Um, I definitely so on if, if if you can zoom in here, you can see that. So it's by Punk Rock, and uh, the content is rated PG thirteen. Can, can I can I, can I stop <laughs> no, before yet. we get to? Okay, go ahead. Now, uh, the type is a static item colon lyrics, okay. and the genre is romance slash love. Comma personal comma experience. Ooh, wow, wow, that's a good narrative. And, and I'm sorry, but and this is a downer. But every time I see the year 2001, I think of it in terms of 
how far are we to 9-11 yeah. or how far are we from, 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 yeah. from 9-11 yeah. and it's like god damn if, if we were nine weeks away from this shit happening and I'm posting this different times man <sighs> the world changed after September 11th as George Where were W. You Bush when said when stories.com stopped turning well I wanted to stop you and, and you know I'm glad you, you filled us in but what is the deal? What's the deal? With, <laughs> with, trailer for me. With your screen name, Punk Rock. What are you trying to say? I'm punky and I'm rocky? I think... Combined he, into one? You know, I was... All lowercase, too. He's really yeah, making a well, statement. You always lowercase. My my Hotmail account, badfish01 at hotmail.com, is all lowercase. A classic. Bad song, 01. No. <laughs> so punk rock, like what? What were you trying to convey with that? I, th- I I was just listening to what I thought was punk rock at the okay. time, which was like Blink One Eighty Two and <laughs> Sum Forty One and all the small things, like Green Days. Like just you know, watch the watch the table when you're because of the sound. Um, but, <laughs> um, but the uh, I think were I, decidedly I, not punk rock, and I must have been like shocked that that name was still available. So I am it. shocked too, to be quite honest with you. But you know, again, it's pr- like I said on a previous app. It's probably me and a bunch of like forty-five-year-old moms. Well, we saw some of your fellow submitters in a past episode, and they definitely felt like forty-five-year-old moms. But I bet you they too like being comfortable. Um, I like being comfortable. <laughs> I like being comfortable. So normally I have something to immediately start nitpicking with this, but I gotta say, but this uh, is Judge Creel, I get it. I get it. Judge Creel was one hundred percent accurate. This is just mediocre. It's not particularly bad. It's certainly not good. I played this for a couple of friends of mine to like, hey, and I said, you know, I, st- I was messing around with my poetry podcast and I stumbled into what I think is a hit record, and the response I got back was yes. That is certainly more than those words deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, again, if, if Weezer put this on like track six of of their like fourth album or something like that, they it would be several thousand, several right. hundred. It's like the B B side to the A side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've already burned through five of my A sides. Yeah, you got to have something something to back it up. Well, Some my, my question. My question off the top is, what are you unsure about, the relationship or yourself? That's a good question. Um, do I say or, or the narrator? What is the narrator unsure? So of? I'm trying to figure out why I named the the song. We've established this is a song. Yes, unsure. And I don't know if I was trying to be clever by like you were. I mean, because you, you repeat the because the phrase, I'm pretty I'm sure. Pretty sure. So you're not a hundred percent sure. You're just pretty sure that you like this girl. But again, for the sake I, of this poem, she will be a girl. I think. I think mm. I'm trying to. I think I'm trying to just. We all like to think that we were like crazy, crazy clever. We, you and I have a friend who, to this day, likes to think that he's super, super clever. Of course, pretty good at analogies. He's that exact guy, and we. I I just imagine the smug feeling. Of me writing this, like, right, oh, right. I'm pretty sure I like you too. Yeah, like, is not you're like smoking a cigarette. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm into this. Like, but I'm, you know, <laughs> no, 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 you don't want to commit. I, I you don't want to overcommit. I think, I think saying, I think saying, I'm pretty sure is sarcastic. Yeah, as that, I'm oh, pretty like, sure I like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's you what know. I took oh. it. 
Um, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. I thought that was more. More. Co- I thought you exuded more confidence than that. Right. So. So let's get into it. The, the, sure. The first. Uh, well, first before you there, get. Before know. you go there, you Wait. omitted a name here. Any particular reason why you yes, omitted yes. the name? So. So Creel and I. Creel and I discussed this. Usually, particularly, we like to save this for the air. But um, the reason why I crossed out this name was because for flow. Because yes. originally okay. when okay. I when I wrote it. I thought it would be good sounding. There is a person's name that's scribbled out every two or three stanzas. That, that's what we're referring the to. The name is Emily. Okay. Okay, um, cool. I didn't want to step on your, your thing. Right. No, right. no, 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 fine. Um, I, again, I will say that they I assigned code names to different girls in my okay. poems because I knew they were going to make it big and I didn't want them to find out. <laughs> to know oh, did, who it was did this about. Emily make it big IRL? No, 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 no. Oh, she I knew make I it big. was going to make it big. Oh, that you were going to make it big. <laughs> and, and clearly, <laughs> that life, and clear, that life. And clearly, you didn't I, want to drag her to the levels of success. And clearly, I have with this podcast. And I'm also comfortable. I like being comfortable. And I also, I am also comfortable with with now revealing that name. Sure. First name only. Yeah. But so whenever I say Emily in one of these poems, it's Nikki. Nikki. Oh. I remember. I remember that. I don't know what name I assigned sure. April. Sure. I don't know. I'm sure there was an Emily in there that I liked. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what what sure. name I assigned her, which gotcha. is kind of defeating the purpose. Because if you're trying to hide the names, why put an Emily in there when there's an actual Emily? But whatever. So Emily crossing out, Nikki. You were unsure Crossing about, out the Emily. Gotcha. Uh, I got you. Crossing out the Emily turned this from uh, Pixies to R. Kelly. Because <laughs> if that Emily was there, that's turned into a Pixies song. <laughs> Emily! Emily! Ah, yeah, that's what that, yeah, that's what would happen with that. Um, so yeah, I guess we start going into this thing. Um, I should have never oh. crossed out slicing up eyeballs in that second stanza. <laughs> yeah, I do. <did. laughs> you bought me a soda? You bought me a soda? <laughs> you bought me a soda? He tried to bust me in the parking lot. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Here's a poem called Bunch of Yeps. Um, <laughs> the first stanza, right off the bat, whew, it's not good. It's not good. It's not, it gets into not it. bad. Get- <laughs> I feel like this is the closest Hankins has, has yeah, ever got. I've never seen him this close this to like is... acceptance. This is like if we're in an AA meeting, like he's instantly on denial, like ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> yes, this is accurate. unreal. This is like poetry, po- yeah, poetry and lotion, like anonymous. <laughs> I can, I cannot believe you are closer to acceptance than I am. Like I, this I is think, unreal to me. Honestly, I think what happened here, and, and you know, sometimes Sean says this that. You know, the production kind of leads you to think a certain thing. I think sure. I enjoyed my own production so much. Um, it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed making this. Like, and I'm it just was. glad you know how it is to be on the outside. It, it was a one track, one attempt. As I locked in on her, and I just enjoyed it so much that I have not really paid attention to the words. I was just getting through singing it. But now that I'm sitting here reading it, whew, that is yeah, a rough Sean- opening. Sean, would you would you mind like going through the first stanza and maybe we can let's do digest. since it was a singing and all that. Let's do the part where Sean reads his bit now, okay? Because um, I think it'll help help us get and through it. Do we want to pause like between stanzas or verses or just? Yes, let's do that. Okay, yes. okay, perfect, perfect. On the fly, super producer Judge Creel. This is called "Unsure" by 
probably Garth Brooks. <laughs> that I think, should I think have been that, your screen I, name. I, 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 probably Garth Brooks. I think that's another shirt. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Ooh. It's a cartoon Garth Brooks shrugging that just says probably. Probably me. <laughs> yes, probably me. Okay. Uh, Unsure by Punk Rock. <laughs> probably Garth Brooks. Sitting there contradicting. It starts. This is the first line. You sure. Sitting there contradicting everything that I thought I knew. Falling asleep again with my pencil in hand. I'm asleep too, dreaming with my eyes wide open. Mm. I'm telling you exactly what this is. I know. Oh, ex- I know the moment. I know the. Let's exact- get in. What happened? Here? APUS tenth grade. Eleventh grade. Was it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Eleventh grade. Okay. This is Dravecki. Dravecki. Yeah. Eleventh grade. Okay. Eleventh grade. I was on one side. The the class was actually divided into two. There was sides. like a, a chasm in between the two sides. This was not uh, all desks. Pointed forward to the teacher, there were a bunch of a bunch of rows on the left side, a bunch of rows on the right side, all pointed to, uh, towards the left, towards turn. the center. Sure. <clears throat> and I was on one side, and my paramour Nikki was on the other side, and it would be paramour. <laughs> and she asked to borrow my pencil beforehand. Uh huh. Stop it. <laughs> and. <laughs> and that's why sitting. I, I don't know what sitting there contradicting everything I thought I knew. I probably oh, oh typo but, though. I, sitting yeah. there every sitting there contradicting there everything I though I knew. Yeah, but yeah, I, I made so a, read, a read uh, it with read it with the correction. She's falling asleep again with my pencil in hand. I'm asleep too, but I'm dreaming, looking at her with my eyes wide open. Okay, well that makes sense, even though that's not what you wrote. Like <laughs> that scene building makes some sense. That's what um, it is. See, so when she- I, when, I was uh, sorry, I was going to say when I read this, I thought this was a shout out to yourself because I did you too. Are, you are a poet, and you're like, I'm sitting here with my pencil in hand, God, getting ready to write some dope rhymes for my lady. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I thought this was all that about. Sucks. Yes. That sucks. Yes. But it, it doesn't go there, apparently. See, I'm glad we're doing this, too, sure. so that I can educate the public, even though you are a world, at least countywide, renowned poetry judge. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this so we can get into it, because not only does it help me educate you guys on what's inside me it helps me educate myself on what's yeah, inside yeah we're me. all putting on different pairs of shoes and walking around in them that's it's that's what it's all about it's like uh, Atticus Finch you know you don't know who you are until you walk a mile in somebody else's shoes that's right exactly that's where we are sitting there contradicting everything I thought I knew falling asleep again with my pencil in hand I'm asleep too dreaming with my eyes wide open dreaming of her with red ribbons in her hair <laughs> that's a very she specific danced- fetish she dances in my mind, even when there's no one around. Nowhere? Oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking spell check this shit. Dreaming of no, her No, no, you say even of... when she's nowhere around. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Dreaming, with, dreaming of her with red ribbons in her hair. She dances in my mind, even when she's nowhere around. Yeah. yeah. She's nowhere to be found. She wakes up and goes back to sleep. See, this is That's this bad. is where that is. I don't, bad. I don't care for this because this is like, I get it. There's an infatuation going on. 
you know, it's, it's a, a puppy puppy love sort of crush going on. Like, she asks you for your pencil, and then you think, hey, she's going to – we're boyfriend-girlfriend, essentially, because, hey, why else should we, should we talk to – should we otherwise talk to me? Because she's holding it. Um, she is holding it, and we all know what it is. In or, theater starring uh, – what's his name? Skarsgård as Pennywise. Yeah, and the and the boy from uh, Stranger Things. Sure, sure, sure. Lost so, a lot like, of money on the Emmys. <laughs> One thing I want to ask is, we haven't gotten into much poetry lingo here, and myself being a countywide judge of poetry, sure, sure. you you talk about a red ribbon, and I, the alliteration here, I love it. The double R's. Mm-hmm. Do you and have the any double thoughts? H. Oh, and the double H. Thank you, Hankins. Uh, what are your thoughts on alliteration? Do you love the use of it, or do you like the subtle like juxtaposition of it? Like, I only I love alliteration, but I prefer when it's like four or five in a row. Uh, of course. What like, image are you calling to mind with these red ribbons? Are you just wanting Wendy's? Is that what you're after? Really, is a hamburger? Honestly, I I think I I, I don't think there's anything behind it. I I, I, I I remember writing this, and maybe like she had it had it in her hair, or maybe there was like. Another oh, she girl had it in her hair. Who, who was another? I don't know. I don't know. So you're just stalking this girl from across the room. She's Apparently not stalking her. We're in the same class. We got the same schedule in sixth period. And she consented to the pencil, is what you're saying. Just staring. Should be paying attention in class. Oh, she She's nodding off. And you're probably thinking, man. I really could use that pencil right now because I need to be taking notes. But yet this bitch has got it and she's asleep. I do remember. (laughs) I I do remember. I do remember one. I I don't know if it was her, but I remember a girl that I liked one time, either in middle school or high school, asked me for a pencil. And I let her borrow mine and I only had a pen or a pencil and I only had one. So I like took notes using a highlighter for the rest of the class. Oh, you made the right move. That's Krill so hit on the right thing. That that is, that, is, that is very chivalrous of you. You got to do it. You got to Loaning do it. a writing utensil is the equivalent of giving someone your, your letterman's jacket. Especially You're going like steady. Grade or something. Absolutely. Well, I, I can't fault you for that. One of my biggest pet peeves, and this was before the digital age, was I would be, to be in class and be fully prepared. Someone would ask me for a pencil. I would loan them said pencil and would never get it back. Oh, that pencil's never coming back, dude. And those that people would, coming back. would immediately be on my list, and I never loan them again mm-hmm. because <laughs> that's my personal stuff. But Sean how, was giving this out willy nilly. Apparently, how did you write their names on the list if they didn't? Oh, he well, had, had more than like one pencil. pencils. In I my do bag. remember in first grade, Miss Jones' class. Man, you had all those motherfucking. Crayons. I had like the '96 set. He had like I think it was like a '64 or '96. And it, it came with the crayon sharpener in Oh, back. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. I was always prepared. And I, you know what? Maybe I don't like this because this girl is unprepared and she's asking for a pencil. I don't care for people that aren't ready for the situation. So, But it, honestly, it's not about her. It's about how I feel about her. Well, if you feel this way about someone who isn't prepared, I don't know how I feel about you anymore. If, <laughs> if you could, you know, like, I am, I am, if you lower yourself to that, then, ugh. I am I and am, a sleeping class. She sounds like a loose woman to me. I no agreed, pencil. She's asleep. I think the goal of this is not to elicit a positive, necessarily a positive feeling from you, but to elicit the powerful feelings from you. Oh, there's a lot of emotions those on coming. my side. Yes, of course. So moving on, we are getting to what has come to Hankins. Is this? 
Is this a is is this the chorus? This is the chorus, absolutely. Okay. So if I could just run through, sitting here contradicting everything I thought I knew, falling asleep again with my pencil in hand, I'm asleep too. Dreaming with my eyes wide open, dreaming of her with red ribbons in her hair. She dances in my mind, even when there's even when she's nowhere around. Yeah, she's nowhere to be found. She wakes up and goes back to sleep. I like being comfortable. I like being comfortable. I like being. I like not belonging, and I'm pretty sure I like you. I'm pretty sure I like you. Pretty sure I like you. I'm pretty sure I like you. Well, I, I don't think anyone will give you any qualms for being comfortable. Like, who doesn't like being comfortable, dude? I mean, everyone, I love everyone it. likes. Yeah, everyone likes the AC on, shorts, when and you're shirts, hanging out in the chill zone, and no shoes. Woo-hoo. Oh man, that's so comfortable. No shoes, no course. shirts, no problem. <laughs> so you're, we're a bunch of Jimmy Buffets. So you're relating to the yes, audience. queen. You're relating to the audience very well here, like bringing it back, like ratchet. We're on the same side. Auntie. Everyone likes being comfortable. I'm just like you. So you're trying to win me back. Like, you've drug yourself down to this girl's level, and now you're trying Mm -hmm. to regenerate yourself up to an upper level back where I am, where I'm fully prepared. And you're you're relating to me. I like being comfortable. I'm but Judge Creel, I would I caution like you on the next line where he said where he has to remind us that he is at his heart punk rock. Sure. I like not belonging. Ooh, I don't know about that. I love authority. And so that's the thing. Again, you know, even though <laughs> I was I was I was friends with this girl. I was friends with a lot of people in what one might call like the highest social caste system. Even though I wasn't in that level. We were friends with them. We were in, but we are we were out. Yeah, we were punching you know, up. On the, always punching up. Always punching up. So that was kind of the thing. Like I not I like not belonging, and I'm pretty sure I like you. So you like the pressure, but you also like not being under pressure. I like being comfortable. Exactly. I think that's exactly what comfortable is. Can't, and the way the way uh, Hankins recorded this, the line was, "Can't you see me screw your boyfriend?" But the way it's written is, can't you hear me? Can't you see? Screw your boyfriend. One of these days you'll see me. One of these days you'll touch me. One of these days you'll kiss me. I feel like there is always a boyfriend in all <laughs> underlying in all of these girls. I feel like every one of them always have a boyfriend. While well, this is I, probably the first time you said screw your boyfriend, I always feel like these girls are unachievable. So actually that's you know that's another thing. How do we get into this? Not only and and Creel confirmed this uh in a previous episode. I definitely shot for the star. I definitely swung for 100%, the fences. 100%. 100%. At least at least in the looks department, you know, personality subjective <laughs> um but not only that but nine times out of ten they had a boyfriend so am i not only going for the unattainable in the substance corner of, of the equation but am i also going for people who even if they liked me even if they wanted to take a chance with angus sure yeah great movie then <laughs> then but they're taken. They're going out well, with Carter or Frank. This or is Jimmy interesting or... because hey. I almost, I almost want to say go. like, yes, you shot for the stars, but you also shot for a star that subconsciously everyone knew you couldn't get. Yeah, because they were already taken. 
Yeah. Like, I think you were playing yourself. Doubly and, unavailable. Yeah, so... So, did I do that... Is, did I do that to basically... Even because I knew I was going to fail, mm. did I only go for for those I could to not set yourself up to, to set yourself up for more acceptance. Like, oh, well, the reason she can't is because of this, not because of me... It's because and of on the other side, was I afraid of relationships? Like if I if I went with the Michelle Spencer, well, you did I like thought not we belonging. said no last names. <laughs> I like not belonging. I think that's that's very interesting. There's a lot a lot going on here. Which you know, if if we could have like had a time machine and could have relayed a message back oh, to no. our past selves, like Back to the Future Three. If you could have told yourself like, hey, don't go for Nikki. Because, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, you could be much happier with... Yeah, yeah. With he wouldn't their... have listened, Creel. He would not no, have No, 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 absolutely not. There, <laughs> he would there have continued are... trying to date Marvin Stone's girlfriends. He, he liked being comfortable. Oh, uh, R.I.P., R.I.P. R.I.P. Marvin uh, Stone. Yeah. Um, wait, did Marvin Stone beat his girlfriend? No, he passed away, though. He had well, a heart attack, he like, at the age of, like, 26. Yeah. He was playing Because he's like, a giant. Uh, yeah, he was, That's what happens with giants. Nice guy, nice guy. Um, I, I, because I do know that there are several, not several, but a, a, a couple women in high school who I, I definitely could have gone to prom with either a friend tried to set us up or they asked me. Sure. And it's like, and I was like, no, I'm going after, you know, Giselle or whoever it is. And it's like. <laughs> She's been set up again. Her best well, friend has no idea. I think this is an interesting dive into your psyche. I, I have a question because the first two verses of this poem are addressed to a her or a she. And then after that, we dive into you and you and you. Yeah. Why do you think there's a shift like in the first part about talking about her and she and then those the last you know two-thirds of the song are all about you well this is a term kind of like slice of papyrus um that us writers uh of course as um, uh poor composition sure i think it's the uh yeah i i I mean i i don't think there's any master plan well i don't know because i i want to say like the first two (laughs) verses are like a diatribe to... You know, shifting focus, yeah, man. man. Shifting POVs. Putting on different glasses. But I will say that, you know, and this kind of goes back to the, I don't know if this is a poem or, or a song. The first two verses are scatterbrained. They're they're less structured. And then it goes into the, like, whenever, whenever I think of, <laughs> like, whenever I see repeating lines in songs, it always, uh, it reminds me of this... Um, of uh, this one Nirvana song from Incesticide where, where they just, they repeat this line called Grandma Take Me Home, Grandma Take Me Home over and over and over, and over again. And so whenever I hear that, I'm like, that's just, I mean, that's the entire song, basically. So you go from not that song to that song, and I think, obviously, this would have been a lot better if it was just one co- uh, consistent structure. Okay. I mean, yeah, after that first couple stanzas, it turns into a pretty succinct R&B song. <laughs> Like, if you exactly. told me this was on a mint condition record, wouldn't have even batted an eye. Like, yeah, that <laughs> sounds like an after six song. That's, yeah, this, this fits neatly in that pocket. Well, if so we, we've gotten through the first two, if you want to call them verses. We got to the chorus, and then is that a third verse? Can't you hear me? Can't you yeah, see? Yeah, the structure is verse, verse, 
Well, the structure is really just verse, uh, chorus, verse, chorus. That's really the structure. So if we, and also, verse, chorus, verse is a Nirvana B side on DP. Yeah, of somewhere. course it it's is. One. So when we get into the fourth verse, if that's what we want to call it, we're going to get back to that running theme of plagiarism. In... Oh, baby, where's wait, the wait, wait. Show me, show me, show me. Before, before, we, before we get there, Please. when you talk about screwing your boyfriend, now I I don't no, want to no, get no. into any... It's not, we're not talking about screwing a boyfriend. It's like screw you... your boyfriend. Like, like man, to, to hell Toss with your him boyfriend. To the side. Yes. Toss him to the side where I'll have sex with him is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Just put him over there. I'll go in for two and a half now minutes. Now let me borrow your pencil. I love it when Matt oh. really. I love it when Creel's <laughs> jokes get him on a like uh, an uh, escalating scale. It takes scale. me from like A to like A to the I said hour. what? Can't you hear me? Can't you see? Screw your boyfriend. One of these days you'll see me. One of these days you'll touch me. One of these days you'll kiss me. Now, how come you don't go the step further after seeing, touching, kissing to like? Love because or... I'm in high school, man, and I keep it fucking classy, man. That's what this is. You didn't want to take it X rated, no, or no, even like no. G rated. It was rated PG thirteen at Nick... the top, so he had a, he had some limitations. Because in twenty years, my mom, we might make a podcast about this, and my mom might listen to it. Shout out to Sean's mom. Shout out to to, to old my mom Peggy. Um, so. As we get into this, what I believe is the final verse before we get back into the chorus. Um, it is the running theme of plagiarism. And I'm actually surprised that, I mean, it is a hit. It is a, one of the most well-known songs of the past 30 years. And it is Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? Oh, I was, I thought you you were going to give me something I can hold on to. Eight six seven five three zero nine. I thought I just for some reason I thought those two lines just belonged in somewhere other than an eighties pop. I thought it was going to be like, "Who can it be now?" When you say, "Who can I turn to?" Which is why in the next line I say, "I come from a land down under." (laughs) I come from a land down under. I just want to tell you guys if you've never heard it, um, minute works. It's a mistake. It's one of my five favorite songs ever. I um I'm I I will say that um is that Africa by Toto is mm-hmm. that the uh-huh. I will say that is one of actually lyrically one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, That's it uses fan- the word Kilimanjaro in the meter, so there is something that to be said for that alone. Fantastic, it's true, song. very true. So in in this stanza that you talk about, who can I turn to? Who can I turn to? You give me something I can hold on to. You've got the bluest eyes that I've ever seen. And I'm sure I, I that's been in like that's probably, 20 you know, songs. Yeah, I can't yeah. yeah, pin you down on this one. It's this next actually, line actually, that I'm really... Actually, 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 you got the bluest eyes ever. It's probably a tonic song. I think it's a Tony Ooh. Morrison novel, too. It's called The Bluest Eyes. I wasn't reading to- Tony Morrison in 10th oh, you... grade. <laughs> you weren't Fiona Appling, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, uh, she's got the bluest eyes I've ever me seen. And is is <laughs> is something is definitely a tonic song. Wow, that's a deep cut. You well, remember you... that band? Do what? Do you remember Tonic? 
I saw Tonic in the UAH gym. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of below By Tonic. By myself. They were pretty big. <laughs> well, this Alone. Is... And I would have gone with you, shit. I don't this think line... I knew you. This you wouldn't have. Just... I would have asked you to go yeah, and you'd have had not. something to do with Dr. Perry. You still don't know me. <laughs> well, this line I think is interesting that you say you've got the bluest eyes because... I read that as being like, you've got sad eyes. You know, mm. blue being sad. You know, let me enter your life and we'll turn those those frowns upside down. I just Don't it make your brown eyes blue? I just yeah. accidentally touched Creel's hand right now. So. Was, while I was looking at him right in the bluest eyes I've ever seen. Staying up for days in the Chelsea Hotel. Riding sad-eyed <laughs> lady of the lowlands for you. Mm-hmm. So, who can I turn to? You give me something and I can hold on to. You've got the bluest eyes that I've ever seen. Wilted flowers that you'll never find won't change the score. Stop. 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 Hard stop. Stop. Hard stop. A horrible way. Horrible way to end it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even decipher a... I I don't even think Judge Creel can come up with one of his normal uh, super reaches. (laughs) And come up no. with anything that that could mean. It's bad, well, I've man. got something, but... but also, oh, please, Judge Crow, please let me know. It's it's also very similar to the Samantha uh, thing, where it was like, uh, roses go wilting before my eyes. I definitely had a whole... I always wanted to work in, like, wilted flowers. I think in another one, whether we've done it or not, I remember talking about uh, uh, four-leaf clovers waiting to be found sure so sure. there was a lot of like sad yeah. a lot flora. of botany imagery a lot of sla- sad botany the sean well, major that, that's what i was gonna key in on because you know like one of the old timey like 1950s like way of talking about sexual relations was talking about mm-hmm. women giving up their flowers yeah it's not so that. so when you talk about you talk about bluest eyes and wilted flowers you're talking about a sad girl with a sad sex life because you're saying earlier, like, screw your boyfriend because he's making you so sad mentally and emotionally I, and sexually. I have to tell that you that you want to run up the score on her 69 <laughs> to nothing. You know, he wasn't into being physical. But she was into being miserable. He was. The, oh, that is something that we definitely have to cover, by the way. Next, uh, in the coming weeks, Hankins. <laughs> coming the song- weeks? <laughs> the song that we wrote about whew, okay, a fucking hit. That's a, a bona fide hit. <laughs> um, so that'll be very interesting with Creole quizzing both of us at the same time. So, um, I can say normally Creole. I would say that maybe my later works, maybe like may post, have turned to that post Renaissance. Sure, uh, Sean. But I mean, this is like. This is this is early and and even though you weren't there yet. No, I mean, saying. you know, shit. I mean, I'm I'm not losing my virginity in in high school. It's this is it's on There's my mind but 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one of these days we'll be the first to know. Cross your fingers. <laughs> you you dear listener will be the first to know. Um <laughs> I I think that it was on my mind, but it wasn't the goal, is the best way of describing uh. that. So physical relationships, even though, like, you know, you talk about kissing, you talk about touching in this... I'm sorry, the narrator does. Sure. In this, in this, in this work, it's... 
it's not on my mind. It's being with her. It's it's you know it's it's talking to her. It's going to a football game with her. It's you know letting her borrow my pencil. Like yeah, sitting together at lunch is more important than you know anything else. Sure, sure. Hmm. And then we go into the chorus twice. I like being comfortable. I like being comfortable. I like not belonging. Pretty sure I like you too. Pretty sure I like you too. Times two. And there's a second page that you can't see from the picture. What a swerve. And there are two more choruses. One of them is cut off at the top. So I'm just, basing on what I'm saying, I'm just assuming that it's the same thing repeated. And then the final chorus it says, and she said, I'm pretty sure I like you, too. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure I like you, too. You know what? That that actually uh, that signals a memory in my mind because I think I was listening to a lot of, like, Less Than Jake at the time as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and a lot of their songs in whatever record that was that I was listening to over and over again, they said, and she said, da, 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 and they, then they like repeated the chorus. And so I think that's what I was going for. But, you know, it, it completes the story to completion. Yeah, because not only does, are you sure that you like her, she's pretty sure she likes you. Exactly. There's still some unsurety, as it were, uh-huh, uh-huh. but that's better than no surety. But I tell you, Creel, if you love this poem, this is an A+, give me a high five. All right. You know what? At, <laughs> at the top of this, I said it was mediocre, and I'm going to upgrade this to triple A meat and okra. So triple A <laughs> meat and okra. What the fuck? What kind of rating system is this? <laughs> it's a pretty good rating. I'd I would take it. I would take it if I were a meat and three. <laughs> I exactly. I give this poem three DVDs and a volcano. <laughs> Well, Sean Majors, you pulled off what I thought was the unthinkable. And I did not detest this. Something um, not terrible. But I think there are actually a lot of... I, I, I think it's just that you like structure. You like... I mean, this is bad. This is just as bad. Oh, it actually, is just as bad. I don't think this so. This is one of my least... This is, I will say, my least favorite counting. And we haven't just done five of mine. We've done like several episodes. I mean, that the Fiona or uh, the Garth yeah, Brooks co- one had four, four of mine, sure. three haikus. Yeah, but ah, this is bad. I don't like this at all. This is my. You shouldn't. I'm giving. I'm giving this an F minus. No, I like it because there's a story, and at the end, the story turns on itself. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that I think... M Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist. I think that's the thing that we Creel and I are. Well, Judge Creel. Gave it a meat and okra, so I mean he's blown away. Um, I think I'm I was influenced by my own production and the fact that you have a very clear recall of this, which I think yeah. oftentimes leads to my frustration on this show, is that you can't pin it down, and that makes me even more angry because then you go into <laughs> yarn spinning mode and you weasel out of this. At least with this one, you had to fess up to what was going on because you could remember it. That's good to know. I hope that I can I can remember more. Um, and uh, Hankins, I actually found uh, I don't know if let's do this for next week. But this is something that. What? Do you, wait a minute. Are you telling me that you have 
a secret secret poem that Ooh, I don't a secret have. Stash. I have a secret secret poem that I just remembered from uh, having dinner with Creel earlier tonight. There is a there is a poem called "Let Me In" that oh. that appeared in the parenthetical notation the back door. <laughs> That's exactly where it wanted to um, go. I can tell you that it includes the line "Let me in, let me inside of your barbed wire." Ooh. And uh, let's let's put on hold whatever you got next. Let, let's let's do that for next week. And uh, that appeared in the two thousand. Uh, edition of Seed, where you were published, which were, 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 it was published, the uh, Virgil I. Grissom High School Literary Magazine, on on who on which staff I was, I was on that staff. Well, it is very rare that I leave this podcast excited and looking forward, but I can say that I'm uh, pretty sure I'm excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ladies I like being excited, gentlemen. If like you would like a work. To be a part of this podcast, please submit it to throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. If you like college football, you can also listen to our sister podcast, our flagship podcast, Throw the Flag. And if you like what we're doing and want to support us in a more personal way, you can visit our Patreon account, P A T R E O N, at, oh shit. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash T-T-F. You can can see what we're saving up to, advertising, soundproofing a studio, doing some really exciting things in the next couple months, and uh, even a dollar a month could be uh, life-changing and game-changing in our quest to bring you, dear listener, better, higher quality, and hilarious-er... Thank you, as always, folks. And we ask only this of you, that next week you will let us in. This has been Cold Dog Soup. There ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a poet free. I've had all the freedom I can stand.